0: I realized to make my way into the industry, the easiest thing to do is start saying no. Saying no has way more power than saying yes. The same thing happened with the biggest of the biggest Bollywood stars in India. When I got a sourcing request from them, I said, I'm sorry, but we don't need the credits and we can't give you our clothes for free. So the entire circle Mm. of fashion stylists in India started talking about who the hell is this Jaywalking. I wanted to build it solely on my grounds, on my merit, and solely on the community.
1: We're the Majority Group, and this is Style as Identity, where we profile the designers and founders whose mere existence shifts our understanding of the style status quo. We're your hosts. I'm Lola Catero And
2: I'm Frankie Quasim. And after years of settling for style that didn't represent us, we set out to find the brands that did. Join us each episode as we learn from brands that are an extension of their values, identity, and aesthetic. And because of them, we're seen and represented.
1: Like the US, when it comes to fashion, India has long-standing ways of doing things. Vogue, Bollywood, jaywalking is a hype brand operating outside business as usual. Following his own compass, He resonates with the people of today, aka Gen Z, you, me, us, you know. Digitally native and where real, recognize real.
2: Today, we catch up with Jay to learn how his brand informs streetwear culture in India, resets traditional notions of building a fashion brand, and when it comes to labels, he's got some thoughts. Follow along with our visual guide, text jaywalking, that's J-A-Y, W-A-L-K-I-N-G, to us at the number 833-495-4773. Hi, Jay.
0: Hello. Hey, Jay. After so much of technical understanding, we are finally able to do this. Yeah. But thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. We're really interested in focusing our conversation today on the convergence of a few things. One, we are focused on heritage and preserving culture and honoring tradition, but also brands that are questioning it and evolving it for the world and people of today. What we find compelling about jaywalking is that you have introduced a lot of people in India to streetwear in a way that both resonates and creates hype, but it also is rejecting traditional fashion, marketing techniques, bending to the whims of Vogue, but then you're also not like operating in fear of cancel culture or like participating in woke culture and staying true to yourself. So if you're down for that, we'd love to get into it.
0: Wow. That's an amazing introduction though. That's a brief of almost everything that I do. Yes. Correct. Almost. Almost.
2: We'll get there. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean even in the introduction when you happen to mention that i do things my way there was technically never like my way i never learned anything to be honest i never really knew how to do things the right way and whatever i did never happened to be i realized after all the academics after all the schools that i've been to they do happen to teach you that this is right but in the real world there is literally no right or wrong whatever sails your boat is right and i did what i thought was the most commonsensical thing to do in that situation which people started thinking is a very unique way of doing things for example apple phones right apple's working so hard to make their cameras better every year but we don't use it for our website i mean i was just like i think the camera is good enough to take a picture of a t-shirt why not just take a picture on my phone and upload it on the website Why do I have to hire a professional photographer and then go through the whole hassle of editing it and then mastering the image and all of that? So I always found the most commonsensical way to do things, you know, faster and more efficiently. And a lot of people thought that was unique and that's it.
2: Yeah, what's an example of one of those ways in which you're like, that was common sense for me?
0: I mean, so when I used to work out of my little studio, When I had absolutely no money that I could even think of a fancy model or I can hire a makeup artist and get a shoot done for myself. So there used to be a guy who used to come sweep my studio. So this guy was really ripped because back in the day he used to be in the construction business and all of that, right? So he was really skinny, but really like ripped. And I was like, bro, I don't have to put your face in. Can you please wear my pant and can I take a picture of you? I just had to edit his head out and then I just had to put up a picture because technically all we need is a body, right? To show how it looks on a body. It was very commonsensical to me because if I would have waited that I will come across like five jackets and five shirts and ten pants and then take that collection, sit down with a photographer, think of a theme, do a shoot and then upload it. I don't know why people do that. I honestly don't understand why people do that. What is the need to show a collection? I mean, okay, unless you have a huge team and your brand is already far off, there is a set pattern that people expect. But otherwise, younger brands should only focus on drops, like one piece by one piece by one piece, because it's very commonsensical in terms of business sense. Also, when I say commonsensical, Say if I want to upload a pant, right? I have to procure so much fabric, right? Now, if I go and I just get a sampling fabric, I can just make that one pant, I can shoot it and I can immediately get feedback on the internet. If I get good feedback, I can go to the vendor and I can be like, bro, give me 20 more meters. Whereas imagine if I buy 20 meters, 20 meters, 20 meters for every single thing and then wait for a collection to happen, that's illogical to me. Like, I am someone who likes to keep his feedback loop very small. I want to design something. And even before sampling, I would put up a mock-up on my Instagram. If people like it, I will go ahead and make it. If people don't like it, I would just tell them that this is something which is sold out. And people are like, oh, wow, even before launching, it's sold out.
1: I mean, I think that hearing you talk about your feedback loop, it's smart in several ways, right? It uses community response as the validation metric and shows demand you know that enables you to manufacture based on some sort of signal from your audience instead of just guessing or or using other information and so as a brand coming up i think that saves time and resources fabric money and increases success of sales right like you've already seen that there is demand for that and as we're kind of getting into that i'd love to take a step back and ask like who is this community and audience like who are you creating for and how do you define what you're creating
0: i think what i'm trying to do is first of all who is this community a lot of people happen to say that they are like-minded people when i say like-minded people i think of myself right i know that there are millions like myself who were lost who have given up who don't even know what their true passion is already like a lot of times even when you know it if you don't see success you're like is this something that I'm really made of? Like, is this something that I'm really made for? Before jaywalking, I used to call myself a sore, sore loser. Like a someone who's lost. Like someone who doesn't really know what he... I don't know how to explain this properly. But suddenly, my entire focus has gone into shifting and making people like me. I want to spark something with people that, bro, if this guy can do it, if this guy, like someone like me can do it, then anyone can do it. It's all about doing it i recently met like another brand owner we used to study together and she said the same thing she's like you know the only difference with us and other people is we are just doing things i don't know if you can understand the depth of it just doing it changes your life a lot of people just talk right like a lot of times what happens is we are a group of people over drinks we would discuss like few business ideas and we would be like bro this would be a great business right we talk If you put in a little bit of investment, that thing could actually start happening, you know? So if you do it, if you just do it a little bit, so the only difference is I am doing it and a lot of people are not. Even when you look at someone's painting and you'll be like, oh, I could have done that, but you did not, you know? A lot of people look at my t-shirt and they think it's so lazy, but then you do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, do it. I'm literally motivating you to do it. If you do it, then I win. So I think that's my basic motto that I change people's perspectives on art and how you should build a brand.
2: I hear what you're saying, though, in terms of when you talked earlier about being lost, we're talking a lot about tradition, what already exists. And sometimes like when you look out and you don't see people who either reflect you or you're like, it's hard for me imagining getting to where I want to be. What you're doing is reminding a lot of people that they already have what they need. Like they already have like what it takes and it's just like exists in them. It's more just like digging it out. We see the clothes that you create, but then we also, when we ask you like who you're creating for, you also have this like more like motivational side too. It's not just like what you wear. It's like what you're doing and what that means for other people. So I think that's really cool.
0: Whoever is buying jaywalking, they should feel brand new. They should feel like they are a slightly newer version of themselves. I still remember when I bought my first pair of Jordans, I walked different, right? I had a little different swing to myself, you know? Like, the first time I got Vans, I felt like I'm a part of some skateboarding crew, whereas I was nowhere near a skateboard, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I want to do. Like, I want to make sure whoever's wearing jaywalking is feeling brand new. And, you know, a lot of times I talk to people and I tell them that, bro, if you buy my stuff, a little bit of my luck is going to rub off you, you know? they really buy into it
2: (laughs) you're buying more than the shirt
0: (laughs) yeah a little bit of my luck is gonna rub off you because a lot of people don't know that how hard i've worked to make this brand come from ground to where it is within three years right so a lot of people if they think it's lucky i mean that's great because buy into it you know buy into it during lockdown like i don't know how you guys will translate that to your currency But this one guy believed in me so much, he asked me to scribble something on a paper and he's like, can you just scribble something? I'll transfer you 5,000 rupees on whatever. And I was like, sure, are you sure? I was like, okay, that's not a lot of money for art. And then very recently he had come to get it authenticated from me, so get it re-signed and all of that. And he sold it to someone for 150,000 rupees. And I'm like, what just happened, you know? So right now, this is what I'm saying, like how much I know about myself, people have more faith in me than I have myself.
1: Hearing you talk about your approach and the people you're connecting with, it reminds me a little bit of really the differences between how like fashion fame has traditionally been achieved in India versus what
0: your approach is. From where I come from, right? I would say it's like the extreme far suburbs of Bombay. So there is no art, There is no motivation towards art. Like you could be like a extremely like commerce driven person. That's where I come out of, and I realized to make my way into the industry, the easiest thing to do is start saying no. Because I realized like when you say no, saying no has way more power than saying yes. I've realized in India at least. Like when I say, oh no, thank you, I don't want to do an interview in your magazine, right? In Vogue. So what happens is, they all start talking about you, that who is this new kid who said, no, I don't need your PR. So that the same thing happened with the biggest of the biggest Bollywood stars in India. When I got a sourcing request from them, I said, I'm sorry, but we don't need the credits and we can't give you our clothes for free. So the entire circle of fashion stylists in India started talking about, who the hell is this Jaywalking? Who is this Jay? And... I don't know, like it started building hype because I knew that no matter how many shout outs people give me, I don't want to be called that guy who built his brand over Bollywood or built his brand over sports or cricket or anything. I wanted to build it solely on my grounds, on my merit and solely on the community, which is why we've never run Instagram ads. Nothing of that sort. You know what I'm saying? Like... I believe that Instagram, the way Instagram works, if you really know Instagram, you would never have to run an ad on Instagram. I solely focused on Instagram as God. And I was like, let me just treat Instagram the way Instagram should be and not very formal. Because I see a lot of brands look at Instagram and like, no, our brand shouldn't say this. Our brand should not say that. But why? You're on Instagram. Everyone says whatever the hell they want to say. So I just realized that let me just be myself on Instagram. And let me just at least talk to the people the way a normal person would talk to them. So whoever has been following me before like 20-30,000 followers, they all know how I built the brand. And I wanted to document it on Instagram in a way that someone who's sitting at home, who was exactly me, should feel that, shit man, this guy built his entire brand in front of me. Why can I not do it? I happen to communicate that very, very easily. And I think that worked very well for us.
2: Yeah. I mean, we've seen it. I think hearing you talk about how there were ways that things were done, you were like, "Mm, no, you said, no, I'm not going to do it this way. And then even all the way down to like how you use Instagram, you're like going back to like what's common sense for you and focusing on the community and the people and the people who believe in you and versus like trying to win over other people. You're like, I'm going to go directly to the customer. I'm going to go directly to my own community and talk to them. I know earlier you talked about the small feedback loop. So we'd love to hear like talking a little bit more about how you do introduce your new pieces on Instagram and the one-off drops. We know it's a fairly common tactic in streetwear to do drops to like build the hype. But your reasoning is actually like a little bit different. We'd love to hear more about like the community, how you talk to them on Instagram, how you introduce your new clothes and that feedback loop.
0: I knew that my website is just a formality, which I have to do so that people can buy, you know, so that there is a payment gateway and you can just take your credit card and buy. Because at one point it was getting ridiculously draining For me to stay up all night, replying to DMs and then taking orders and all of that. So what I used to do is I used to go on my Instagram live and I used to, I literally have abused so many times on my Instagram live saying whatever, whatever, right? And I have seen a huge jump in my sales and I realized this is all they wanted. So for example, in India, right? Like no one really curses in Hindi because that's like your extreme, you know, like online, they don't do that. But I was like, within friends, within your whatever, you know, use cuss words and talk however we want to talk. So as a brand, when I repeatedly say that I don't know how to do things traditionally, I really don't, you know, until like I started my brand, I didn't even know how to write a check. So I was never shying away from the fact that I am dumb. (laughs) And I used to very openly say that, look, I don't know how to do all of this. But there was this one time where I wasn't getting a good picture of a t-shirt, right, to upload it on my website. So I just went live and I showed people the t-shirt and I told them that I'm uploading this t-shirt on the website right now. But there is no picture, but I'm showing it to you here. I was screaming on the live that, listen to me carefully, this is the t-shirt, this is the front, this is the back, sending you the link, go and buy right now. And people bought So there's no right or wrong. That's what I'm saying. You use Instagram to communicate clearly. Like every time that you talk to me also, right, I wouldn't use very heavy business technical words or things like that. I just love talking to people in a way that they would understand me very like clearly. And I want people to talk to me also the same way. Because every time I sit in a room with people who are like doing businesses and all that, they use these fancy words that I have no idea about. Rather, just tell it to me like I'm a 12th grader, you know, like that I'm just fresh off a boat. And so I love talking like that. And that's what I did on Instagram. Again, so that's commonsensical, right? If the picture is not good, why would I upload it on my website? I will just show it to you physically. I will wear it and show it to you if you want. But just go and buy on the website. So website technically is just a formality for you to buy, you know, so that it becomes easy. The transaction becomes easy for you to buy and me to sell. That's what website is for. Now, to forcefully put a picture there when it's stressing me out that, okay, I'm not able to get a good picture, it was just commonsensical to me to just go live and show it to people. You know, that's it. So this is what I say when people shouldn't do things traditionally or that's what I mean by that. Like... It's not that serious. Like, no one's going to come and sue you that you didn't tell us this. You didn't tell us the exact pantone shade of this orange. No one cares. Like, don't be so serious about it. Like, oh, you didn't tell us that it was only 17% cotton and only like 65% polyester. You know, no one cares. Unless you put it in the machine and it's entirely dissolved, no one really bothers.
1: What comes through for me there is like going back to how you're like, I do it. And you're like, I want to show people this shirt. I'm not getting what I want for the website. And how do I do it? And so when you say you aren't educated in these traditional ways, I think that gives you a fresh lens on making your tools work for you, as opposed to seeing this tool of a website or like what is traditionally used for e-com and like, this is the answer. And it's like, it doesn't have to be the answer. It is at your disposal to help you sell. When I hear about you talked about in the media or by other people, people are giving you all these labels, sustainable, genderless, unisex, body positive. We can see why they use those labels, but You yourself have refrained from putting labels on yourself, and I'm wondering, in an industry like fashion that rewards such labels, why do you yourself
0: hold back? I hate explaining something. Whatever is obvious is obvious. You don't have to state it. You don't have to explain the joke again and again. I am an oversized person myself. I don't have to stand up for plus-size community or whatever, whatever, right? Literally today, in fact, we had a queer model that had come to the store. And he said, Pride Month starts today, right? And he was telling me that why doesn't jaywalking... Because we all like are so well connected to you and we always are waiting to listen to you. And why haven't you really done anything with the pride side of the community? And I was like, look, honestly, I am not really in touch with anyone. To go out of my way, find friends who are in that community, and then do something with them, in my head is like a very gimmicky thing, that I'm doing it for a very personal, like I'm doing this gimmick for my brand, you know, I'm not a gimmicky guy, whatever is the reality around me, I only adapt to that. We had a beautiful conversation, I told him, bro, I would love to know you more, I would love to meet you, I would love to understand your art, like where you're a dancer, And he mentioned that he does some kind of dance that is done by these people of the community. But what I'm saying is, I was like, bro, invite me, show me that world, you know? It's not like a brand does not have to do anything with anything and everything with the world. I am a human. There is only something around me. If I am exposed to that, then of course, like, I would love to educate myself about it. But if I'm not exposed to that, and just for the benefit of the brand, I go out of my way and I make my way through these communities and then I do something forcefully just so that I get accepted in the global community where people will be like, wow, we respect Jay because he is supporting pride. Bro, I am not exposed to these guys. You get it? At least not right now. You know what I'm saying? So I told him, bro, I was like, I would love to do a vlog with you. Where we are not really talking about that, but we are just talking as two humans from a little different perspective, you know, so that it's not very gimmicky. Like, let's not talk about it as, I don't know if you kind of understand what I'm trying to say, but I hate to explain a joke. And in India, especially if you stand up for something, right, if I end up saying we are inclusive, then they want to see your papers. they want to show me, show me inclusivity here, show me inclusivity. So there is levels to like everything. There isn't enough good that you can do right now in the world for people to be satisfied. You know what I'm saying? There is always questions that follow another more questions. I do a lot that I know of. Like I'm creating opportunities for people. There's so many young people that work for me, right? Who are extreme freshers, but like have so much passion towards the brand. I love to give opportunities to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah, you remember the last call when we had this call? And we were talking about how just so that the brands don't get cancelled, they force themselves to be like inclusive, you know. But when it's forceful, I hate it. Sometimes it's obviously forceful. Some fashion shows, when they put a plus-size woman, I can see that they have forced themselves to put her there just so that they don't get cancelled. You know what I'm saying? So that I hate. When you have to forcefully do it because the world is expected. I mean, they cancelled Victoria's Secret's show, right? The angels. It's a thing. It's been going on for years. You cannot just expect change. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I might be sounding very wrong here. That's why, see, that's why you don't speak up for all this. But what I'm saying is, it was their thing. It was their thing to have these angels. And But now it's cancer. A huge intellectual property like that has been canceled. So that's why I don't stand for anything. Whatever I can do in my power, in, in low-key... I do it.
2: From what you were saying about the person who came into your store, like it does kind of sound like you're operating from a perspective of I'm not gonna do something unless I can educate myself and unless it's really who I am, like and it's authentic.
0: Of course. Like can you imagine like you're sitting in a room full of people who invest in stocks? Okay. And would you participate in that conversation if you don't invest in stocks? Like someone's talking about, oh, I bought a Bitcoin at this much. And would you even choose to enter that conversation? Because you have no idea about it, right? You don't know the levels of it. Like even if, say, for example, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I've been hearing a lot about it on on the internet that this whole Bitcoin and NFT thing is blowing up. You'd make a fool out of yourself, right? <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> I mean, when you put it like that, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. That's why I choose to not speak too much because I believe that from where I am coming, I wasn't the brightest child. I was not the most aware and... But I know that I have a very clear... If I had to say this in Hindi, it would have been like, wow, well said. (laughs) You
1: could say it in Hindi.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. I don't know. Like, there is this word called Niyat. Niyat means...
1: Jumping in real quick, the word in English on the tip of Jay's tongue and that has us on the edge of our seats, motivation.
0: Like, I know that deep down I don't have a bad agenda with anything. I do things believing that whatever you give is whatever you get, which is why I always and always choose to select a team also that probably is not qualified enough, but has the same hunger that I have and like the same naiveness and innocence that I have, right? someone has to be innocent and innocent, not in a bad sense, you know, when I say innocent, I don't mean that I'm going to take advantage of that person. When I say innocent, you need innocence sometimes to do things, you know. And so yeah, I choose people like that who anyway, I've jumbled myself up so much that I don't know what was the question and what am I answering to and...
2: I don't think you've jumbled yourself. What I'm hearing is that I feel like when you talk about innocence, what it reminds me of is that sometimes when I look at kids, I'm always so impressed with how fearless they are because they haven't been taught to be scared or they haven't been taught to operate within a box. They haven't been taught to be like, here's who you have to be. And sometimes, and then as we grow, we are. And so we start to develop all of those almost like barriers. But from when you say innocence, when you say like, people who share the same, like, I don't passion, vision, like that makes sense to me because we want to create a world that we want to live in. We need a little bit of that because we need a little bit of not knowing what's right and wrong. Or
0: When I say innocence also, right, there is no judgment. Like if both of us have a character of innocence and both of us have a very crystal clear heart that we just want to make an impact and we just want to do something that would spark something within the other person. And that's all that I focus on. Like those are the people that I focus on because those are the people that I feel the most comfortable around and I feel the most productive because sometimes when you're doing art, right? And when I'm trying to draw something, if there is someone who does not believe in that ugly drawing, I will self-doubt myself. Oh, is it not good? Like wait, what's happening? You know what I'm saying? But when you're in a room full of people who are in sync with the vision of the brand, that's when the fun begins. That's when you start feeling confident. That's when you can do whack shit. That's when you can price it the way you want to. And there is no judgment and there is no... That's what I mean by all of this. So yeah, man.
1: One of the big threads for me and hearing you talk is like how much you are interested in the pursuit of learning and evolving yourself, educating yourself before you open your mouth or commit to something. And you look for team members that have that similar like hunger and curiosity, but like pursuit to like evolve themselves or have ambitions to grow beyond themselves. And I think it's just like really clear in everything you, you do. And I'm wondering as like kind of a last question to wrap things up for a brand that's a- achieved success right out the gate like yours, how do you continue to grow and sustain while staying true to yourself?
0: <laughs> I don't know how to answer that because every day is like a I'm sustaining right now. So I don't know how do I really, really answer that because my brand technically blew up during the lockdown when the entire country was in the lockdown the world was in the lockdown that's when I my brand actually picked up because I realized the most important thing in a brand is not even your product at the end of the day it's the storytelling what is your story and why do I follow it and as long as you have a story to tell your brand will sustain my grandmother used to keep telling us stories all the time right and we know that we used to love her because we wanted to sit next to she had nothing else to offer what does your grandmother have to offer you? Because she was almost bedridden. She was almost like done. But she had a story to tell you every time you sit next to her, which kept taking me back to her. You know what I'm saying? So I think if you apply that directly to a brand, the sole reason why you would come to me is to just know more or what else? Like, what have you achieved now? Like, what have you done now? Or So yeah, I think as long as you have a story to tell, you will sustain.
2: Well, Jay, this has been amazing. We've loved talking to you. (laughs) I'm following you on your ride. (laughs) And something that I love that you said among a lot of things is that something that you always include with jaywalking is that this is not the final logo. And I think that that has come across in so many things we've talked about today, just constantly evolving yourself, knowing that, you know, we're going somewhere. We might not know where it is quite yet, but as long as we kind of stay true to who we are throughout the process, like we love what's going on. So yeah, this has been so fun. (laughs) It's so good to meet you this way. It would be great to meet you in person one day too.
0: 100%. I wish to come to New York soon and make more friends, man. So you guys should take me around if ever I happen to come. Oh, we will. We will. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much, Jay.
2: Thank you, Jay. Okay. Wow. Jay Jajal, y'all reminding us to question if the way things have always been done really works for us. We can't wait for our next convo with emerging designer Prakar Chohan, who founded Prakar, a New Delhi-based brand that spans lifestyle and streetwear, to add an extra pop of prints that has flipped our U.S. notions of fashion influence. See you there.